If you're sick of playing small, and if you're a big dreamer, then you're in the right place. My name is Helena Garrett, and I'm here to give you the juiciest business tips to help you grow and scale your dream beauty business. You can call me your new beauty business bestie. Let's get started. Hello, 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 beauty bosses. If you are new here, welcome. If you are a regular listener, thank you so much for tuning in for this podcast. I have been talking a lot about with my coaching clients inside a six-figure beauty boss um, about hiring and delegating and how to really scale your beauty business. And I know that I've talked about how to hire before and why you should inside my episodes, but I really want to talk about the interview process. And this episode is just focusing on how to have a very clean, a very simple interview process where you can really determine who your best candidates are, whether you're going to be hiring for a social media manager, another lash artist, a manager, whatever your beauty business needs. So in my interview process, I have been hiring and delegating for the past, I want to say three, three and a half years inside of my beauty business. It is a struggle, girl. Hiring is probably one of the things that I just don't love. I have struggled with it and I've tried to find the perfect solution on how to find the best people and how to grow my team and how to have the best interviews so that I can find the best people. And honestly, there is no right and wrong to how you interview. I will kind of show you my ways on how I do it now and what I've kind of learned from my past interview processes to find the right people and then also to make sure that they're aligned with your business because you don't want a ton of fallout in your beauty business. You don't want a ton of turnover with employees because that's just going to make it harder for you to grow. You really want to find the right people right away and then, you know, systemize them into your beauty business. And remember, we don't hire when we're absolutely needing someone, when we're working 12 to 13 hour days, when we're struggling. We hire in order to build our beauty businesses. So we hire before we think quote unquote, we need to be hiring. So we usually hire when our artists, if we're trying to get a service provider, are at like 60 to 75% capacity. We will hire one or two people at a time. If I'm looking for a management position, I'll hire before I really need to. So then I can make sure that I train that person from the ground up and I actually have time to train them. So with interviews, You want to make sure that you know exactly who you're looking for. So figure out who your dream employee is for this position. Who are they? What is the description of the job? Who do you want them to be as, you know, with their personality? Who are you really looking for? How much are you going to pay for this position? And what is your goal to hire? So do you want someone who is a little bit less experienced but has an awesome personality? Or would you rather have someone who's, you know, more experienced and maybe it's not the best fit of the personality? You kind of have to juggle both ends of the stick. I hear a lot of people 
when they're trying to hire service providers, they want someone who's so experienced that then they don't really have to train. But at the same time, you might be breaking bad habits. You might have to retrain them. Their personalities might not fit, you know, and I personally would rather hire someone from the ground up because I know exactly what I'm going to be teaching them is what I will look for in my salons and how they can grow inside of my salons too. And I don't have to break any bad habits. So really think about who you want to be a part of your team. And this is going to be different if you're hiring for a W-2 employee versus a 1099 or a renter. Just make sure when you're looking into hiring that you talk to your CPA or accountant to make sure that you're doing everything legally right um, and to make sure that you can afford this person as well. You know, especially if they're going to be an hourly job, obviously you need them to be booked or else you're going to be wasting money on them hourly. So what does that look like? Next, I want you to do a brain dump of who this person is. How are you going to find them? Are you going to find them on social media? Are you going to post on Indeed, on Google? What does that kind of look like for you? How are you going to advertise and market for this person? I usually will spend at least a month marketing for our hiring for our team. And this is usually for service providers. If I'm looking into a social media manager, logo designer, Um, someone to help me with my taxes, someone to help me with accounting, an assistant, anything like that. It might be a shorter amount of time, but usually I plan on hiring, you know, and really marketing for that person for a whole month. I prefer to hire slow and then fire fast. Right now with my business, to be honest, we are growing at such a high speed where I need to be hiring a little bit quicker and I need to be firing even faster because we need people now. And some of you are experiencing this with COVID and the pandemic and everything reopening where we just don't have enough people, but we have too many clients, which is such a blessing. But you just want to make sure that you have a system that works for you and you know exactly who you're hiring. So to get into the interview process, the fun part, I have three different interviews. I have a one in-person interview where they meet with my management team. We go over everything, you know, about the job. We really focus on, you know, letting them know the benefits of our company. And we kind of try to sell ourselves. Like I want them to know exactly what they're getting into before they move further with the interviews because if it doesn't align, that's okay. But I don't want to waste their time putting them through all of these interviews and our time to figure out that maybe the end goal of their goal isn't what we want for them. So we really focus on telling them about the benefits of our team, how to grow within our team, what does that look like. Um, We have a roadmap for every single position on the first month to three months to six months to a year. What does that look like growing within our company? So then they know exactly what they need to be doing, you know, after each and every period, what does that look like for their commission or for their salary? And then they're growing with the team and then the team is growing with them as well. So that's going to be the whole first interview. We're just getting a feel and this is usually my management team. I'm sometimes there, I'm sometimes not. Second interview, 
If I am hiring a service provider, this will be a working interview. If I'm hiring a management team, assistant, someone who doesn't do services, this can still be a working interview where I kind of get to see how they're functioning and working inside of my salon. For service providers, they get to bring a model, um, preferably a friend or family of theirs, so then I can see how they work on the model, how they interact with the client, especially with a client that they're very comfortable with. Are they having really nice small talk or are they being pretty vulgar? Um, how does the lash artist or the service provider deal with the client, greet her? You know, this is going to really give you a good concept of how they're going to treat your clients once they become very comfortable with your clients. So you kind of want to focus on, okay, who is this person? Where is their work at? And how do we need to coach them to be better, train them to be better? So say they have a ton of stickies and they're super slow, but their personality is amazing and they're newer into the industry. You know, I would prefer that over someone who is more experienced but has a horrible personality. Her and her model are talking about very vulgar things that maybe aren't appropriate. Um, so you, I am just pretty much there to soak in the information that they're talking about and to really figure out who they are as a person in a more comfortable environment. So I'm not there to really coach them or critique them or train them. I'm just there to see how they work and how they work with clients. And this is usually myself or my management team that does this as well. And then we will decide if we want to bring them in for a third interview. Sometimes we do to work on another client for a different service or sometimes we just do another, you know, in-person interview that we go over the contracts um, about everything that we want to hire with them, you know, their pay, benefits, the roadmap, everything like that. And then we start working them into our system. Usually the turn, like usually after the second interview, it's usually like a three-week process. Um, but after the second interview, I have a really good idea on if I want to hire them or not. So they usually get an offer within 24 hours from our company to see if they want to accept the job offer and to join our team. So with this being said, we are very upfront at the beginning so they know exactly what they're getting into, the pay, if they have any questions, they can let us know. So when we're ready to hire, usually they're ready to accept that job offer. So this system works really well for me. And for you, you might want a different system. You might want to have a Zoom call at first and then an in-person interview or, you know, maybe one or two models that they work on and then you hire them. But I want you guys to focus on like try to, you know, take the process slower. Like the thing is we have a lot of people who don't even make it to the second interview because they're not a right fit. They don't align with the company. Maybe something they don't like about us or the way that I structure things, but that's totally fine because I would rather them know right away if this is going to be a good fit or not for them. Another reason why I have a longer interview process is because I don't want them to just, you know, apply for my company just to have a job. I want them to apply for the company because they love the company, they want to grow inside of it, they see themselves, you know, with us for a while. So I don't want them to just, you know, apply and then we hire them and the next thing you know, they drop out because they realize that it's hard inside my company. I expect a lot of my team. I have very high standards and I don't want things to fall through the cracks. And 
you know, with us, we are very team oriented. We have a very good culture and I don't want one person to disrupt that because cancer spreads. So I take my process very slow because if they are just looking for a job, they could probably find a different job within that time. And I've had multiple people do that where they work at a different salon because I hired them right away because they needed someone. But I personally don't hire because I need someone, I hire because I see them in the future of the company. I don't want to hire because we are swamped or we have a wait list. I would rather us cut down our hours, raise our prices, take, you know, a little less clients, wait it out until we find the right person instead of just hiring all these random people. And the next thing you know, we're losing our culture, our clients are unhappy, we're getting bad reviews, and things are just a little bit messy. And I would rather everything be systemized to grow within the company. So figure out what you want to do inside of your beauty business. Who do you want to hire in the next month to three months to six months? Are you swamped with clients? Do you need a personal assistant? Do you need a receptionist? Do you need to duplicate yourself for someone to help you with these clients what does that look like and let's start hiring this year because the longer that you wait the longer it's going to take you to reach that financial success and I want you to realize that you can't do this alone like my ego was so hurt when I realized that I capped out myself I capped out my income my time and it was so hard for me to realize that I needed a team because I wanted bigger things and I had a bigger end goal and I need a team to support me and my vision and every single one of our team members are growing within the company but they're growing themselves their artistry so then they're happy and they see the vision so I want you guys to be picky on who you hire don't just hire the first person that walks in the door because you're so eager to have someone on your team really think about and be okay with saying no. Be okay with turning people away. You know, the thing is they they can find their own salon home and it doesn't have to be your home. I want you to realize that you are not everyone's cup of tea. So it's okay to let people go that are no longer serving you, like firing that person that you have been dreading to fire the past few weeks or hiring that person that you're like oh their work's good but I just hate their personality they have no customer service and you know I can see them struggling to retain clients have these really hard conversations with yourself because the thing is if you hire everyone you're going to realize that everyone is not for your vision or your company and that's okay have them find their own vision or their own salon home you don't have to be everyone's home And you are not here to please and to make your employees happy. You're here to grow them and to earn their respect. And that's a difference. I was a people pleaser when I first started with my employees. And I think I messed up. Well, I know that I messed up a few times with some decisions because I was trying to make them happy instead of growing the business further. So take a minute today and see... Where are you currently at in your beauty business and who do you need to hire to get to that next level? Okay, beauty bosses, the episode is over. I would love to hear from you though. Please, if you loved anything about this episode, if it aligned with you, if something really connected with you, 
please take a screenshot, share it onto Instagram, give me a shout out at Helena Means Business. I would love to meet you, communicate with you virtually, and someday possibly meet you in person. So I'm so excited for you to level up your beauty business, and I hope you have a wonderful day from your coach, Helena Garrett.